Hey everyone, welcome to the College Corner Podcast, and you may be seeing us for the first time, but it won't be the last. I'm your host, Tatiana, and I'm with the Taste Talking Children and Taste Talking College team as our communications and social media manager. And I'm here with one of our newest teammates this year on our Taste Talking College side is Daisha Kali. She's joining us uh, live via Zoom. So hey, Daisha. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining the Take Stop family and for sharing your story today with us on the College Corner podcast. Daisha is not unfamiliar or a stranger to the Take Stock experience because she's actually a Take Stock alumna and she has some of her own experiences being a part of the program as well as what she's doing now, being part of the Take Stock community. So before we get into your story of back then, let us know more about you right now, Daisha. Like, what have you, like, what did you go to school for? Um, where are you now? And what is your title now at the Take Stock and College program? Thank you. So I am currently serving as the Associate Director for Post-Secondary Retention and Student Support. And so everything up to this point in my short-term career has led up to this position. I did receive my Bachelor of Social Work from Florida State University in 2020, and then I went to University of Pennsylvania where I received my master's degree in higher education. So I've studied a lot of retention programming and a lot about the collegiate system. So I use my expertise to implement new programs um, and just do everything to aid student success for our Tech Stock and College students. That's awesome, Daisha. Thank you for coming back and joining us and bringing your expertise in what you've studied and what you've been doing um, to help Tech Stock students, like those who are listening to our program right now. Yes, so we want to go back now that we've gone over what you're doing right now. We want to go back a little bit to where it all began when you first became a part of the Tech Stock family. Uh, tell us more about that. Um, which Take Stock and Children program or county were you a part of and what? how did you learn about it? So I was a part of the Santa Rosa County program. I don't remember. This was a long time ago. I joined the program in 2014. So I don't remember how exactly I came across it, but I remember working very closely with the um, program director to um, see how I could um, gain entry into the program. It was just such a a great thing. It it offered a lot of wonderful resources and guidance. So that's um, the short story of just how I found out about it. Nice. And I know with Take Stock and Children, everybody who's been part of that program, they're assigned a volunteer mentor and they go through that process to help them make, you know, better decisions, perhaps for their college career and even life, like future. So tell us more about your Take Stock and Children mentor. Like what is one of your favorite lessons that they taught you in the program? Yeah, so I would say every one, every professional that I encountered in the Take Stock in Children program served as a mentor. Although I did have an assigned mentor, my college success coach was also my mentor as well, along with the program director. Um, she also pretty much served in the mentor role for me as well. Um, I will say a lesson that all of my mentors taught me um, was just to have a fulfilling life. Every person that I encountered 
they were so passionate about what they were doing. They all strive to make this impact and they also all strive to give back to their communities. And so they instilled that sense of giving back in me. And so since then, that's all I've ever done. And anything that I do, I've always made sure that I give back and that I'm providing that guidance and mentorship um, where it's needed. That's awesome. Did any of your experiences with your Takestad mentors and the staff inspire the work that you're doing today? Yes, I would definitely say that it inspired it, um, not just through, you know, the general lessons, but it was clear that these women were happy with what they were doing. Like I mentioned before, it was very fulfilling work and it mattered. And I saw that because I was actually a person that was benefiting from the programs and from the guidance and things like that. And so um, I ended up having a great college experience. I had a great college transition and I saw how just that mentorship um, and just that information played a role in just the great experience that I had. And so I just, it's my dream that every Every student, you know, has access to those resources and to those institutions where they can pretty much have the same wonderful, amazing experience that I had as well. Awesome. So they helped you with the process of like choosing your schools or applying to them. Like what was your what was your journey to picking the college and universities that you went to? Mm-hmm. Yes. So everyone um, helped me with my college application. All of my mentors in, in my uh, Santa Rosa County program laid eyes on my college essay and things like that. Um, I pretty much knew just um, where I wanted to go. So it was fairly simple in terms of me. I wasn't a student that was too um, undecided about you know which college I wanted to go to. But I would definitely say also them just providing a listening ear and being there to just keep me on track um, and then just letting me know of the information and the things that I it's just you don't know what you don't know and I think that was one of the biggest roles that they played in that in that transition to me applying for colleges. Nice. So what made you decide to go with the school that you chose for your undergrad? Mm-hmm. I would definitely say there were a couple of reasons that I chose Florida State University. Um, The first one was I toured FSU twice when I was in high school. And so I just fell in love with the campus. It was very beautiful. It was huge. I just felt like, wow, you know, this is the college you see in the movies. So I definitely think the tours played a huge part. Not only that, while I toured those institutions, um, it was clear that I would have a, a, well, while I toured Florida State, it was clear that I would have that sense of belonging that I was looking for. So when we toured, the student organizations were just there. And we didn't have to go look for people who, um, or I didn't have to go and look for a group of people who looked like me or who identified in similar ways as myself. It was there. You know, the resources were there. Um, and I think that that was a major part in, in me deciding to attend Florida State, in addition to that scholarship. So just with financial aid, attending Florida State wouldn't be um, a financial burden on me. And, and that was a big deal. And so um, and then lastly, just status. So in the community that I was from, it was a it was a big deal to get into Florida State to attend Florida State, everybody did not get in. And so um, I decided to aim high and um, I just, I didn't look back. So so I also wanted to make sure I was going to an institution that would, you know, provide me with a lot of opportunities upon graduation. 
Wow, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And we know a lot of our um, take stock and college students attend the 40 public colleges and universities all over the state. And one of those is definitely FSU. So we're happy to have an SF FSU alumna on our team as well to share with our students that, that on-campus experience. That's dope. So tell me more about like, what was life like for you as a college student? Are you a first-gen student? Um, was this your first time living away from home? Like, how was that for you? Yes, so I would say, um, well, first, let me say that I am a first-generation college student. This was my first time moving away from home, and I am from a big family. I would say um, my experience was great. I actually did not want to leave college. I was one of those students. I was having the time of my life. I was engaging in so much student activities. I was a campus leader. Um, I was a part of so many different organizations. And I just felt like, wow, like I am just, I've never experienced this before. I'm meeting so many different types of people. Um, I'm learning things and expanding my mindset in ways that I never even imagined in just the things that I was learning um, about just the community and being, um, you know, an involved citizen of the country. So, I would say, you know, just with that, I, I'm I'm not sure how else to say it. it was a great time. And I also want to add that a part of that was because Tank Stock and Children made sure that I was connected with the individuals that would ensure that I had that great experience. And anytime that I faced an obstacle, I was always able to reach back to the program director at the time. And that also um, provided that level of support. So I never had to worry worry too much because I knew if anything happened, I had people who were ready and willing to help connect me to the resources and get me what I needed to continue going as well. That's awesome. I'm so glad you had that support back home in your home um, affiliate program. And now that we have Take Stock in College, it's been out more. We have more students today that can um, not only access their Take Stock in Children staff and family, but they also have us, their support system here at Take Stock in College. Um, did you have any experiences with Take Stock in College while you were an undergrad? So I did have some. The program um, was started in 2018. And so by that time, I believe I was a sophomore. When it started, so I did have um, some light engagement in terms of responding to messages and things like that. They would send like check-ins and things and I would engage with it in that way. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad you had that at least. And I know you mentioned before that there were other resources available at the school for you. Like what were some of those resources that helped you, I guess you say, have a better experience at, at college? Mm -hmm. Yes, so first and foremost, definitely the Center for Academic Retention and Enhancement at Florida State. This is also known as CARE. So their summer bridge program played a vital role in my transition to um, Florida State. It definitely helped me integrate socially and academically to the campus. So I started the fall semester knowing how, you know, classes worked and, you know, knowing all of the different different parts of campus that I can utilize um, to have that great experience. And then I also had friends already. So I didn't come in that fall semester lost. I already had, you know, uh, my support group and 
my group of friends who identified in similar ways as myself to just, you know, participate in the many um, activities that Florida State offered the campus. Oh, that's awesome. Were there any like student, is um, CARES a part of a student support service or is that separate from student support services like TRIO? Um, so I'm not sure how it's exactly classified, but I know CARE is its own department at Florida okay. State. Nice. And I know that they do have those student support services under them. Um, so. Okay. Were you participating in any student support services? Yes. So I did participate. It's called SCOPE. And so I, um, again, it was like a lot of the programming that CARE offered as well, but that was just, again, additional guidance, um, being connected to resources, um, check-ins, and just different events to, you know, maintain, you know, um, just interacting with our friends and our advisors and things like that. Nice. As a first-gen student, did you ever feel, like, intimidated by the college experience, or did the resources kind of, like, take that anxiety away from that? feeling yes i would say i never felt intimidated because of all the resources that i had and not just the resources um the mentors and the conversations that i had with friends um and with college graduates um other professionals and things like that i just i knew it was possible you know and i think a lot of that didn't just come from resources it's just those conversations that are needed to instill that confidence that you know you can do it and this is really not an intimidating experience. As long as you use your resources and resources in terms of struggling in a class, go to office hours, go to tutoring. You know, like Florida State did a really good job of making sure that there was a resource for everything. You know, I can't think of one thing where I was just like, I don't know what to do in, the, in this moment. You know, um, there was just something for everything. So, wow, that's awesome. Did you have a mentor while you were in college? I did. I had several mentors. Oh, tell us about that. Like, how did you get these mentors? And how did you, like, how did they help you in your in your college experience at FSU? Yeah, so I would say um, a lot of my mentor relationships developed very naturally. They started with just, you know, uh, conversations. Or maybe I was a part of a student organization and the mentor was the advisor um, or, you know, I was serving in an actual job, um, paid role, and they were kind of affiliated with that. And maybe I reached out um, asking questions. And I know with myself, I always, um, when I'm networking or I meet a new individual, I always try my best to be consistent and check in with that. And so the more consistent I was, the more it was clear that a relationship was developing. I would say two of my most prominent mentors at Florida State was to Daryl Stark and Anika Williams, who were administrators in the care department. And um, they definitely played a huge role in having some of those tough conversations about what I wanted to do with my life, where I was going, you know, <clears throat> all of the different things that I set out to do at Florida State, I came in with a plan and I was able to sit with Dr. Stark and Dr. Wings and just map out, okay, this is what you want to do. This is how you get there. So they provided that vision um, that I didn't know how I could get there, but I knew what I wanted to do. I think the major thing about these 
these two mentors is that they didn't just see me through my college degree. They saw me through applying for graduate school, finishing graduate school, and then into the career. And they also still, you know, do check-ins with me to make sure, okay, how are you feeling about your current position? You know, what can we be doing right now to make sure that you're having a fulfilling life? So with a lot of my mentors, it was more than just me finishing college. It was me as the whole entire person. Are you happy? Do you have what you need to live this fulfilling life? Wow, that's an amazing story because I feel like sometimes the students can go into college and they may feel uncertain about things. And though you had a different experience where you like you had a game plan, you knew what you wanted and you had additional resources, there may be college students, even in the Take Second College program, that may be unsure of like maybe what major to go in or if they want to transfer to another school or even um, like what kind of career direction they should go into. What would be your advice for, for them who may be uncertain about things to reach out to someone like a potential mentor, like how can they identify a potential mentor and, and gain one for their for the answers they're looking for? Mm-hmm. I would say, um, you know, well, first, if you're really unsure of what you want to do, I would take advantage of an exploratory major if your institution has that, because you will be paired with an advisor who can help guide you through that process. And sometimes our mentors are are actually these professionals who are put in place to help us get to the next level. So um, make sure that you're open to who can you know serve as a mentor for you. I also believe that peer mentors are extremely strong. So just not to think that your mentor has to be um, you know a working professional. It could also be um, upperclassmen and things like that that can actually guide you through some of the goals um, that you have. And so I would say just in terms of building those relationships, I would say, you know, let it happen naturally and just be consistent as though you're just networking and, you know, you're really trying to um, just be open about what you want to do because um, you can't really develop that mentor relationship unless you're open about, hey, this is what I want to do. And most times the professionals will let you know, hey, well, I know you want to do this. Let me connect you with this resource and that resource. And as you have more of those follow-up conversation, it just kind of happens. And I would say most of my mentors, there was never a talk where it was like, okay, I'm your mentor now and you're my mentee. It was mm-hmm. never, it just gradually happened. And now it's just, it's understood that you're one of the people that um, that are a part of my village and you're helping me get to where I would like to go. And so again, that's not just one or two um, people, that's several people and it's not just professionals, it's peers as well. And so you start to create this village of mentors, people you aspire to be like and you know, people who help you get to where you need to go even if it's just helping you update your resume. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so so I would say that's just my advice in terms of um, students seeking out mentorship. Wow, thank you for that. And additionally, like our Take Stock and College students can always reach out to you as part of the Take Stock and College team and also have Take Stock Connect where they can find their fellow peers at their college and even their student ambassador, which we have like every semester of the college year. So we're so thankful to be growing and expanding here at Take Stock in College and giving our students more options than ever to succeed and achieve their goals in college, career, and life. And Daisha, one of those goals may be going beyond their undergraduate degree, right? They may want to pursue like 
uh, another degree in another institution. Um, just tell us real quick about what made you decide to pursue a secondary um, degree and then the school that you chose. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I would say for me, I always had the interest in higher education, but there was no bachelor degree for higher education. So um, the plan to attend graduate school was always there during, during my undergraduate experience. And so um, I would say just the, the process of doing that, I think I pretty much aimed high and I would tell, I would advise every student to aim high, especially when you're choosing a graduate degree um, and just try to expand your network. So I did have the opportunity to continue um, attending Florida State University for my master's degree, but in a way, when you grow and when you step out and try to experience things and you step out of your comfort zone, a lot of the things can come from that. So that's one of the reasons why I decided to attend University of Pennsylvania because it was different. It was in a different state. It was in a different part of the country. I would experience a lot of different things such as snow, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and, so, and so I would definitely say that's one of the reasons why I decided to um, attend the program that I did. Wonderful. Um, your programs at FSU, did anyone help you like obtain scholarships for grad school? I'm not sure how that worked. Like, what was the process for that? So definitely, I would say my mentors helped me to secure graduate assistantships um, and things like that. There was no outlined, you know, guideline or steps to that. So I pretty much relied solely on um, the relationship that I had built, even with my peers to help get me to that level. And so we just took the time to reach out to people in our networks, my network, their networks, um, to see, you know, how do you go about applying for this? And how do you get in touch with that? So it was combing through a lot of websites to look at all the different opportunities that were out there, but it was definitely um, a tough transition. Okay. And how long were you in your graduate school program? And what did you get your degree in again? Yes, so I got my master's degree in higher education. And so it took me one year. And so it was an accelerated program. But it was it was doable. So I will say that anything is possible. All right. So you say accelerated was it like all semesters like you were there the summer and, and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I took five master level classes in Ooh. the fall, four in the spring, and I finished my last class in the summer. So um, it was a lot. But again, I had already developed these habits that contribute to, to success. So um, I always went to the reading and writing center. I always went to office hours to receive help and guidance on on what I was doing. And not only that, um, at times when things got hard, I was able to utilize other campus resources such as the counseling center and things like that. So me getting through that program, which of course, if being first generation, I was also a first generation, you know, college graduate and then attending graduate school, the first in my family. So it's a lot of things that just come with that. So again, just resources are everything. Anything is possible um, if you just reach out. Yeah, that's great advice for any college student 
that's trying to succeed and get their undergrad or even pursue something beyond that. So thank you for sharing that, Daisha. Was there any other advice that you wanted to give like our incoming freshmen or even students who are currently in college? Yes, I would definitely say do it all. I think um, a student just taking advantage of every resource, every campus event, go to the gym, the free gym, go get the free t-shirts, attend the homecoming activities, really just try to engage in every aspect of the college experience because it's really a beautiful thing. And when you look back, you'll be very happy that, you know, you you just did so much and you really had a great experience. And not only that, expand your network in terms of, you know, meet diverse people, meet people who identify with other cultures and they have different beliefs. Um, because when you do that, you develop this interest and this love for the world and you become this global citizen and things like that. So I would just say, you know, seek to learn outside of the classroom, however that may look. Yes, I totally agree. Thank you so much for sharing that, Daisha. Was there anything else that you want to share with our uh, TikTok and college students? No, thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Daisha, for sharing your story, your TikTok and children's story, as well as your college experiences. We appreciate you, and we're so glad that you came back to give back to the TikTok family and our college students in this way and in your position. I know for sure that your experiences, not only at FSU, but pursuing your graduate degree, being a first-gen college student and graduate, and all the other experiences that you had will be an amazing asset to our students here at TikTok in College. So with that, I am your host, Tatiana, and thank you again for watching and listening to the College Corner Podcast, where we offer you success tips on college, career, and life. Until next time, stay focused and get inspired. 